Thanks for tuning in. I'm Melanie Aiken, a sophomore here at Lawrence. For the next few minutes, I'll be talking about Elizabeth Wilson. Who is she? Keep listening. Lawrence University was established in 1847 and was one of the first co-educational universities in the United States. The connections that Lawrence makes with its students and faculty is probably one of the biggest selling points of the school, a tight student-to-faculty ratio that caters to any individual style of learning and fosters an environment in which communication is encouraged. But did you know that Lawrence has not always been so devoted to these values? During the next few minutes, we are going to delve into what makes this institution really stand out through looking at a student and professor from more than 125 years ago. Elizabeth Wilson graduated Lawrence College in 1890 and soon after began teaching as a Latin and English professor from 1894 to 1897. And I know you're probably thinking, this quick stint as a professor would not inherently form a strong bond with the university or others who were working there. But you, like I was, are mistaken. The few years that Wilson spent as a professor at Lawrence led to lifelong friendships and relationships with many of those who were still present at Lawrence. She and her husband actually bought the old president's house and remodeled and refurbished it and made it their own. You can still see this house. It's just off of College Avenue. It's in great condition, and it's called New Zealand to further her studies, and she actually wrote some poetry when she was in New Zealand, something that there was no evidence of her doing beforehand. His presidents, in which they conversed until he stepped down as president. They actually had conversations about little day-to-day things like how she was doing, what she was doing at work, and how he was enjoying his job at the university. It was a very casual relationship, but it was quite clear that they were close. It was difficult for me to find specific details of what they spoke about in relation to the university, but it was clear that their relationship was dedicated to improving the quality of Lawrence for students and faculty alike. Even during this time, she sent her poems and records of what she was doing abroad back to the university so that there was some form of record. She was extremely dedicated to the institution and never ceased writing back. After Wilson's time in India and New Zealand, she moved to Los Angeles, and while she was there, she was on multiple advisory boards for Lawrence University to help further improve the school as she had done before. Now, this is just an abridged telling of a story of an individual who was dedicated to Lawrence. A woman who poured her heart out into the institution, but by no means was she the only one. One of the things Wilson a fund was set up in her name to honor and grant scholarships to young women going to college. In almost all the letters she wrote, she was very formal. Nothing seemed forced. She was genuinely glad to have strong ties with the university. An instance like this is not hard to come by at Lawrence, which is probably what sets it apart from institutions that are seemingly so similar. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I would like to thank the archivists, Gretchen Revy, Aaron Dix, Andrew McSorley, Arno Damro, David Burke. 
The resources I received from the Lawrence University archives and these librarians helped make this project possible, and also the Lawrence University Library in general. And lastly, I would like to thank my professor, Bridget Vance, who sparked my interest in a history that I would have found uninteresting before, which I now find extremely interesting, so thank you.